Welcome to the Reseller Entrepreneur, the podcast for reseller hobbyists eager to turn reselling into a successful business. Learn from Mike and other reseller entrepreneurs as they share their experiences and tips on running an online business. Here's your host, Old Fashioned Mike. Hello, hello, hello. How's everything going today? Thanks for joining. So today we're going to talk a little bit about um, setting your seller hub up for success. And I kind of came to this realization that I needed a dashboard for my business beyond a spreadsheet, right? So, um, cause there's certain things that spreadsheets can capture and that's great. And, but there's certain things that it doesn't capture very well. Now I want to be very, very clear that you shouldn't rely on eBay for all your numbers because your numbers with eBay eBay has a weird accounting system. I, I don't know what it is, but maybe it's so proper that maybe uh, they're right and I'm wrong. But I would say finding your numbers and matching those numbers up with you, what you know you sold versus what they say you sold. Sometimes, it, you know, it's close. And so it's close enough, but it's not perfect. So you know, the only way they're going to be perfect is if you just accept their numbers. But the reality is, is that... Um, there's always things going in and out of your account and you don't control them. So, you know, using eBay to manage your sales figures is probably not advisable. I think you'd spend way too much time and it's, since it's so close, you know, you, you, I would just say, keep your own numbers and, and just, you know, every once in a while check to see, you know, how close you are. I mean, they're never off more than a buck or two or maybe five at the most. So I would say, but use your own numbers. And the reason why I say that is because you can, with the spreadsheet, you can, um, you can start doing metrics. And it's, I think the metrics that you could put on your, um, for your business, I think is going to be probably, um, much more flexible and much more easy to, to, um, customize to your liking. Um, but today's, uh, show is about, uh, seller hub. And so seller hub, <clears throat> If you don't know what that is, well, first of all, that is kind of like your your homepage for your business, right? And this is only for eBay. Obviously, if you sell multiple platforms, it's only eBay. But so, I mean, which is obviously another reason why you want to have your spreadsheet because if you sell on multiple platforms, you know, those eBay numbers uh, are only part of your business. So anyway, but I, I want to talk about how I set up my seller hub, um, you know, to, to help me. and and if you don't know how to, to manipulate your sellers hub, essentially, um, there is a little plus button at the bottom where you can personalize your overview of your business. And I would suggest that you kind of play around with that. Um, but I, what I like to do is make sure I can get everything on one page that's visible so that I'm not scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Now there is some scrolling, but the reason why I do that is because if I see that all the time, it just makes it, you know, I won't forget to look at things. Uh, because it's just out of my, uh, my eyesight. So anyway, so if you hit the plus sign on the bottom, you will be able to add modules and those modules, um, there there are a whole bunch of them, but, uh, you know, essentially what I've tried to do is I've tried to kind of combine some so that I don't have too much on my screen. And the reason why you want to do that is because again, like you said, you don't want to be scrolling. If you start scrolling, you probably won't look at it. So I'm not going to go through every single module um, that is that they provide, but I will go through the modules that I use and where I place them on my page. And the reason why I do it this way is just because I know I put all the top level stuff is with the stuff I use every day. 
So right now, tasks is my top one. So tasks tell you essentially what you need to do uh, in order to, to keep your account healthy. So if you have any, if you, it tells you where to print labels, you can print them right from there. It tells you if you have any offers to make or you have offers pending um, that you can look at. It is every single thing that you need to do right now to kind of make your uh, account in good, in good health standing. Right. If it's something, you know, that's exactly where it shows you item specifics are, for instance, if you have item specifics that are missing, which I know is a big thing recently, that it's going to be right there in those tasks. So that is my upper left item that I have first and foremost, because I know I need to account, look at that really multiple times a day. My next frame is orders. And of course, that is going to tell you where all your, the ones waiting shipment, of course, that's in the task as well, but any returns or replacements you have, any cancellations that you, uh, that are open, anything that's waiting payment, you know, uh, it's, it's kind of like, again, next to the tasks is probably one of the most important panels in the seller hub. So I put that next. Now there, um, you know, you can't expand the size of these things, unfortunately. So, but, but essentially, uh, but essentially it has the top levels. If it would be really, really nice if eBay allowed you to manipulate those things so you could put stuff in, uh, in order the way that you look at it, but you know, they they don't work that way. So (laughs) just, just know that. Okay. So that's, that's, uh, those order related information is really, really important. And then I, the next panel I have is listings. And, you know, you can create a listing from there. I don't use that to create a listing, but you can create a listing from there. But it tells you all your active listings, anything we have questions are. It's almost like a task panel, too. Um, but uh, but essentially, I do that. And it tells you what, you know, if they have any auctions ending, any things you have scheduled in the future. By the way, you should never schedule things in the future with eBay because they charge you for that service. Um, there are other ways to do that and tools you can use. Um, you're better off if you're doing it a lot, you're better off buying those tools. Um, I never, ever schedule listings. Um, you know, it shows you all your unsold listings too. Now, what's really cool about that is in your unsold listings area is what that is, is that, um, it tells you stuff that you've ended the item and, uh, and so it's no longer for sale because you, you ended those listings and it's, listing was unsold. So it's exactly what it sounds like. It's unsold ended listings. So what you do, if you have any integrations with other platforms, let's say for instance, if you're selling postcards, hip postcards, perfect example. Um, or if you, uh, delist something from using list perfectly, same thing, it'll show up in that area. And I leave that, um, those numbers in there. And what I do is I, when I start pulling my inventory to set, uh, to, uh, send out stuff, I use that um, and I use almost like eBay is kind of like the catch all to say, Hey, listen, these are the ones that you need to send out. So it makes it much easier to kind of keep everything kind of organized. You don't want to be in a situation where you don't send something out because it just is not front and center with you and you forgot to check. Um, so, if, and if you have integrations, this will happen automatically in there. If you use this perfectly, it will then take those ended listings and put them in there. So, you know, when you're pulling your pull list and you go out and pull them from inventory to send out that I use the, that eBay, um, uh, homepage to be able to do that. And I actually use it on my phone too, cause it'll obviously it corresponds in your phone. So when I'm walking around my warehouse and I'm pulling the items 
uh, directly from there, right? Even though I know I sold it on, let's say Poshmark, for instance, I know by I, I use the eBay page on my phone to really pull the inventory. So it's really, really convenient. So that's my next panel. So the next panel I have is my sales panel. My sales panel tells me how much I've sold in the last uh, today, how much I've sold in the last seven, 31 and 90 days. And what's really good about that, it, it gives you kind of an overview of your sales uh, channel um, performance. And you can drill down into those. Now, you do have the option of actually doing one that's just the last 31 days, which is okay, I guess. But really, honestly, if you take the entire, uh, you know, you know, week, month, and quarter slice, I mean, you get the kind of the 31 day anyway, because you just have to click on it and it gives you the exact same information. And um, those sales reports are really, really important because you can start seeing how you performed against the last 30 days, um, which is really, really nice. And you can see, um, you know, kind of your quarter performance as well. Now, one of the things I don't like about this is it's not something that um, it's not saying with the, this calendar month, last calendar month, last quarter. It doesn't do it that way. It just it, it's a rolling number. So it's a, you know, you have to maybe drill in and then manipulate the dates, which you can do. So if you click on one of those, you'll go to another screen that will, that where you can actually then put in, you know, your, um, how much you really, you know, what do you want to, um, to, uh, uh, pull to generate a report. So you can actually then, you know, change those dates, I guess. Okay. The next one is my feedback. So I always want to keep my feedback first and foremost because, or up at front, because I want to make sure that, um, if I am messing up that, um, that I, it doesn't get buried. Right. So if you, if it's out of sight, out of mind and somebody gives you negative feedback, you have no time to respond to it. So you, and you should be responding to all your negative feedback. I mean, either by asking the person to change it by making good on something, um, or if it's just unreasonable or whatever like that, having it removed, um, through uh, eBay customer support or, uh, or at least putting a reply in there. So it's okay. It's not bad. If you have a hundred percent positive feedback, some people become skeptical that your account is uh, real. And uh, well, I'd say real is probably not the right word, but it's, it's not manipulated. So having a little bit less than a hundred percent is actually not bad. I would say once you hit 98% or lower, I think that's the real problem, but if, you know, mine's 99.8%. And so I do have some negative feedback over my, uh, over my tenure as a seller. Um, but I would say try to remove most of it if you can. Right. So, and you can do that through customer support. A lot of times, you know, if you don't get the answer you want, just call customer support again and they will, they'll take care of that a lot of times. Cause at the end of the day, the customer support people are just people and they, you know, if you could work with them and they would work with you that you could, you can correct a lot of these uh, negative feedbacks. So don't be too concerned if, though, until it gets about 98%. I mean, you should do it way before 98%, but don't be concerned if it's less than 100%, I guess what I'm saying. I mean, but I do want to have that feedback uh, in kind of my eyesight at all times, right? And if you get negative feedback, um, that you should you should respond to it right away. And, and obviously, there is a there is a uh, area where it says today's feedback on the very top of the screen that will tell you uh, that – uh, it'll tell you if you got any feedback today, if it's negative, it'll, it'll have it in separate columns. Like if I, the other day I got a neutral and I got a positive and it showed one and one. Now it used to have a little symbol next to it says, says whether or not it's positive or negative, but I haven't seen that for a while. So I'm assuming they changed it. Okay. The next thing I have is my seller level. And now that's important. You know, you, your current seller level needs to be top rated 
if you can get it. And, and top rated plus is if you offer other things like, you know, free shipping or, or, uh, uh, quick shipping and free returns and things like that. So if you, so you definitely want to be top rated and then there's a transaction defect rate. It'll tell you all these defect rates and you want to make sure that you manage that just like you manage your feedback. If you have a defect, you need to understand what that defect is. Now I got one right now. I have 0.1, um, which is you know, like one out of a thousand or something like that. And, and it turns out that they're wrong. And so I'm going to call them tomorrow to, or actually Monday to actually fix that. Uh, but, um, uh, but essentially the transaction defect rate, you want to make sure you're, you're well within the top rated area. And so if you can, then there's a layer next to it, you can click on that and it'll break it down by area. And so when, when it's broken down by area, you could then say, okay, you could drill down even farther. If I have one, I have 0.1%, um, like I said before, one out of 953, so I went near a thousand and it tells me close cases closed without seller resolution. Well, I know that's not right. So I'll, call and correct that, but you, you need to be on top of that. So you need to have that, um, that in one of the panes there. Okay. But it'll also tell you how many transactions you've had in the last 12 months and how many sales you have in the 12 months. Again, also problem is it's a rolling 12 months, but you know, that's okay. Okay. The next thing I have is shortcuts. Now I, interestingly enough, um, uh, uh, the shortcuts are ones that I've, uh, they usually has one that they, they will actually put up there for you. And it's a bunch of links that you don't use. At least I didn't use a lot of them. And so what I did do is I went through that list and created shortcuts for the ones I do use and put them in my shortcut list. Again, it just makes it easy. Now the shortcuts I have is I have my managed store, um, link. I have a managed promotions link. I have a promoted listings link. Um, I put, a um, sellers that I follow. There are a few sellers that I follow that are in similar markets that I'm in. And so I want to make sure I, I look what they're doing and see how, how successful they are. Um, I also have a reportings link and that reportings link essentially just takes you to a tab that allows you to just run a bunch of different reports. And, you know, mind you, the reporting in eBay is, is not fantastic as it is. And they have a, their certain way of saying things or doing things that are just not kind of the way I would do it, but I, but they are, ha they do have some useful reports that you should look at. Uh, and then I have the free shipping supplies link because I use that once a quarter. You should, if you, if you have, um, the hundred dollars or $150, uh, of free shipping or free supplies for the, um, for each quarter, you should definitely take advantage of that. If you're not, cause it's free, you know, it's, well, it's including your, in the price you pay for a subscription. Um, and then of course I have the time away link and now that's new. It used to be a vacation link, I think, but it's essentially the same thing. You need to make sure that when you're away that you have either somebody minding the store so that you don't have to worry about, um, not chipping things out or selling things when you shouldn't be selling things because you're gone. Um, uh, which is really my preferred way is I don't like to, to put time away. Um, but there have been times that I had to right? Because I'm not going to be there to ship. So, uh, you, you know, there's some people that will lengthen the time of handling and then, the, and change that when they get back or close to when they get back, there's some definitely downsides to, there's some upsides to doing that, but there's some downsides as well. The downside of course, is that, um, <laughs> that when you change it, you know, if you have offers on things that it won't, it won't update those items and you'll have two different shipping things and sh uh, shipping rules and so on. So it's kind of gets kind of confusing. Um, but, uh, so I would suggest you hire somebody or you 
partner somebody that maybe also be a seller to take care of your shipping when you're gone. So, and you take care of their shipping when they're gone. I mean, that's probably the preferred method. And, um, you know, certainly I plan on doing that when I'm in Florida right now, I have somebody helping me shipping. Uh, so I don't really have to close my store at all, but if you do, that's what I have. So those are the links I have in my shortcuts. And the next one I have is um, all the selling, uh, the promotional offers, excuse me. And that's just basically just telling me where I am with, uh, with the number of listings I have. Now, mind you, again, the way they, they, uh, eBay manages this is kind of difficult to understand at times um, because it's a rolling number. And so right now I show, I have a 10,000 listings and I've only showed that I've used 3,000 of them, yet I know I have 12,000 listings. So it's odd. Um, or th- almost 13,000 now. Um, and so anyway, uh, but I have this, actually don't really need this, but again, sometimes they run promotions. They want to know, um, they're not running anything right now, but, uh, you know, before, uh, you did the, um, the 50,000 listings for, uh, for collectibles, for instance, um, that was a promotion and it will show there. And so the reason why I keep this up is because there's some new stuff happening. I want to see it now. Is it critical? I think it's less critical now, um, given the fact that they've offered 50,000 listings as a, uh, uh, you know, as something that, uh, is included in my subscription. But, um, at the time, you know, earlier it was, it was an issue. So I had to monitor that, but that's where you do it. And then the next thing I have is, um, essentially a selling announcements. And the reason why I have this, uh, this is just news page for eBay. A lot of times it's worthless information, you know, um, but sometimes it's not. And, and you, you just keep an eye on that. And this is where they'll probably announce promotions that are coming up. They'll announce new markets. Um, this is where they announced the shipping rules for, if you have, if you do use paper collectibles, for instance, all that stuff is here. And so I like to have the selling out announcements available uh, on my homepage. So, that's, that's my homepage. So that's, that's a little bit of a whirlwind there. And so, you, you know, go back and listen to this again and again. Um, and if you're not using seller hub, you need to start using seller hub because frankly, that's, uh, that's the page that I'm on multiple times a day. If not hundred percent of my day, it's there. Uh, matter of fact, um, I always open different tabs to do different things. Um, and, I do that because I just want to make sure that seller hub is front and center at all times. It really is the way I manage my business. And that's the reason why I put it in the, in the area I do. Now I've there's, there are other screens and I would say you should probably look at each one of them to see whether or not they're useful to you. Um, the end result is you got to do something that's really kind of help that is good for your workflow. Um, just because it's good for my workflow doesn't necessarily mean it's good for yours. So just, um, just, you know, look at all the screens, see what's available and then put them in an order that makes sense to you. Just know that the top three, you want to make sure your tasks up there because your tasks is, uh, is a really important area that kind of tells you exactly how to keep your account healthy. So, and that's really the end of the game. You need to keep your account healthy. You need to be able to see when things may go awry and you need to correct them and you should get on it right away. So if you see something that's happening, you know, jump on it. Matter of fact, I'm going to see if they're open today. Today's a Saturday. I'm recording the podcast. Uh, and I know I release on Thursdays, but today's Saturday. And I am going to, if they're open today, since it's a long weekend, especially, I'm going to call because I need to get rid of that defect because defect is going to kill you in your, in, in your business. If you have a def, if you lose the top rated standing, 
you are going to have some real problems selling. I mean, you really are. You, I mean, you just, it just, you need to protect that status. It's like account health in Amazon. I mean, if you get, if your performance metrics get to a certain level and uh, Amazon could just shut you off and now eBay is unlikely if you are above standard or standard, God forbid, uh, not only do you lose any kind of discounts you would get as a top rated, but more importantly is you're, you're not going to be front and center to, if somebody has the same product you do, you're not going to be front and center if you're not top, uh, top rated. So keep your account healthy, put your tasks where they need to be, uh, in the upper left column and just check it all the time. I'm, when I say check it all the time, I'm talking once every 15 to 20 minutes. I mean, that's really the level that I do. Now, mind you, I'm in front of my computer all day. You may not be, but uh, you should make sure your account is healthy at all times. So anyway, uh, today is a very short uh, podcast. Sorry for that. I just need, I have to get out of here. <laughs> but um, but listen, I uh, please uh, listen to the podcast. And if you have any friends that are uh, also resellers, have them listen too. And I appreciate that. And one last thing is that, um, you know, the person who wanted to buy my clothing, uh, kind of fell through <laughs> I think they got sticker shock. I'm selling everything. I have about 3000 items for about, for about 25,000 bucks. And if you start doing the, the math and that, that's a really good buy cast and it's really good stuff. So, um, but I will break that up if you, um, if you want, so I don't necessarily need to sell everybody. Uh, one per one person, everything I could sell, I could break that up. If you want something that's smaller, we can talk about that. Just, just, uh, email me, go to my website and email me. And then, uh, we could talk about it. Or if you want to just do direct email throughout the web, uh, without going to the website, it would be Mike at old fashioned Mike.com or, uh, yeah, that, that would be the best way. So thank you very much. Go to the website. Uh, please, uh, patronize our sponsors and we will talk real soon. Thank you very much. Talk to you soon. Bye. This episode has ended, but your journey towards turning your reselling hobby into a business doesn't have to head on over to oldfashionedmike.com for more information and tips on running a successful reselling business. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode until next time.